Hey there, Friday Night Movie fans. You are listening to a very special Gamer Comic Expo edition of the Friday Night Movie podcast. In this episode, you will hear from an amazing group of different guests that we met up with at the Expo. Remember to subscribe and listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And of course, follow us on social media at FridayNightMoviePod.com on Twitter and Instagram. Enjoy the show. Here we are with, you know, we've interviewed a lot of people in the last couple of days here at the Friday Night Movie booth at Gamer Comic Expo. We've interviewed world-famous wrestlers. We've interviewed world-famous actors. We've interviewed directors. We've interviewed gamers. But there is no celebrity more important to this podcast than my mother, Fanny. It is great to have you here, Mom. Hi, it's great to be here. You have amazing. to talk into the microphone, Mom. It's great to be here. It's you're amazing not, that we you're both... You're not even close to it. It's great to be here. All right. Thank you, Mom. We, we, it's amazing that we both ended up in uh, South Florida together. I know. This is a, a huge treat. We have you know, you it's here. really cool because I can see our my three children behind me. Oh, yeah, because they're in the... <laughs> in the poster. And we're, and we're videoing this for reasons I don't fully understand, but I, I felt like it would be fun to have a video of Mom. So, Mom. Yes. Shy. Uh, How are you, Shy? I'm all right. I'm a little bit tired. It's been a big It's been a big couple of days. We've interviewed a ton of people, told a lot of people about the pod, given away a ton of T-shirts. It's been a really fun experience. I, I hear that you're quite the sensation here. It's gone really, really well. We yeah. have had a, a big crowd. It's been great. Um, and my daughter, my eight-year-old intern, has been the yeah. sort of celeb of the con. She's yeah. been all over the place. And every, I walked down one of the aisles, and everybody said, oh, they looked at my shirt. And I said, oh, you know Friday Night Movie? And they're like, you're the booth with the intern. <laughs> so <laughs> She really is a piece of work. <laughs> she is amazing, and she's worked so hard this whole couple of... Takes it very seriously. This whole, this whole couple of days. So, Mom. Yes. This is a video game. Con. Yes, I noticed that the entire center of the con- convention center is just gaming screens. I, I'm so glad I have a video because now I can see your face, like the it's face like, you're making when you when you. People when you, get very upset while they're gaming. What do you? No, there. I mean, there. It's were, very intense. There were people crying like yesterday when yeah. they. One kid was banging his fist on the table because he must have lost a game. Poor kid. He must be like ten. Oh yeah. I mean, I so. I have a question. If I had wanted to compete in a tournament, like, like I know you guys wanted me to play baseball and <laughs> other things. I it, soon discovered that was not your deal. If I, I mean, it wasn't I was incapable. It, it gave me anxiety. Uh, if I had said <laughs> I wanted to go play video games in a tournament like this, what would you guys have done? Uh, it's just so 
far removed from anything that you are. No, I don't see it happening. It's hard to even imagine it. Why? You're you didn't think least, I was that good at video games? No, you're the least competitive person I know. You only liked individual sports. You compete against yourself. I, you're not that interested in competing against other people. That that is that's true. That's less fun, particularly in public, because it can get very embarrassing. I'd yeah. be ooh, yeah. I mean, but also video games. You know, I remember when I would try to show dad video games, and he would get so frustrated because there's too many buttons and things. Tetris going on. was like the highlight. Exactly, and now that's how I feel about video games because I have no idea what's happening. Lily and Becky got me this game last year, Zelda Breath of the Wild. It's supposedly why, the greatest why game. Why would they buy you that for, gift? For my Nintendo Switch. And I got it. And I, the games have become so realistic that I spent the whole time I spent the whole time cooking so this guy could eat. I didn't even go fight any bad guys. I was making lunch and looking cooking. for clothes. No, it's an adventure. But first you have to like eat five oh, yeah, square meals. And then you have to find his clothes and pack your bag. That's like it's being a aggravating. father going on a trip with two kids. <laughs> very aggravating. And people love this level of detail of video games. So I feel like I've no. now, the students become the master because I now am in the situation where I don't understand what. Well, what's really interesting is that from this vantage point, I can see a Megatron type of screen. Yes. Clearly, somebody is playing a game, and they're like in a large house that's more like a maze. Yes. It's stressing me out because they can't seem to get out. They keep getting <laughs> oh no! Look, stuck they're axing through the doors, the walls. Oh, they just break through the walls. It's very odd. Uh, that's Fortnite. That game is an international sensation. Kids okay. play all with people all over the world every day. Should I do it when we retire? I mean, if you get really good at it, you can win thousands of dollars. It's that's crazy. But. But in this game, you talk. can be on with people that you've never met before. So you could be on and like listening to people talk to you. Well, somewhat like podcast. Yeah. Where you talk to people you've never met in person and became best friends with them. Yeah, but... Okay. <laughs> touche. 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 <laughs> Except it's not a game. It's a conversation. <laughs> well, well played, Mom. So, uh, Mom, you have recommended to me some shows recently, and you, have, you haven't caught up on the podcast because you'd already be mad at me. You recommended the Kaminsky Method to oh, me. It's so I watched good. 10 minutes of it and turned it off. I, How could you turn it off Because 10 minutes? I feel like it's Netflix, you know, they make their shows with algorithms, right? Like, you're not no, going to enjoy the show Michael Big Michael Douglas Mouth. and Alan Arkin are geniuses and whoever wrote they, the show for them is a bigger genius I, I think that they are both geniuses and i love them but i think the algorithm at netflix said all right it seems that our viewers over 65 love alan arkin and michael douglas and mm. so we're going I to create a, a tv show I that has that just the two of them viewers love frankie and grace or grace and frankie i forget the order of the name of the show they realize, and that's a mega hit, they realize that there is an audience out there for aging comedians who are very, very funny. They, they are absolutely masters, but I feel like that show is just them doing like their same old shtick, and I didn't but have the But they've never done anything together before, so what What are you shtick? talking about? Didn't they do... Weren't they in the out-of-towners together? No, that was Alan Arkin and... Um, Peter Falk? Yes, 
No, I thought that... No, it is not. I'll look it up. No, it maybe Michael Douglas is in the remake with somebody else. No, Michael Douglas is a, has always been a serious actor. This is the first time I've seen him in a, con, in a comedy. No, Michael, Michael Douglas has done comedies, and he's in... I'm pretty sure he's done... Some, well, maybe not. I don't remember. Well, there's, there's no internet here, so there's, there's, no, there's, there's, there's no way for Lily us to Corman, check. Corman, where are you? We there's no way for us up. to check, so we're just going to be... checking. We're just going to be... I mean, yeah, but I feel like most of the people who are looking for... Alan Arkin and Michael Douglas vehicles probably don't use the internet much anyway. They're All I know is that I just had a conversation with someone the other day and they saw it and after the first episode they couldn't stop watching and they binged watch through the first season. Okay. So, all right. So, Al, uh, so Oh, uh, granted that person was over 70. Yeah, okay. There you go. <laughs> it's like It's, it's just good. incredibly funny, but the young people in that show are funny too, just the way and Grace and Frankie, the young people, are funny uh, also. Grace and Frankie has some brilliant actors. I have no complaints about the quality of, of Grace and Frankie. You just find it it's boring. Just, it's topic. just not my... Th- it's just... There's it's a lot of old you lady lube jokes. And, and this that's one is a lot of old, old guys... Old erectile dysfunction jokes. No. Oh, they no? don't talk about that at all. Oh, no. Okay. No. They, it's more about aches and pains and clacking and fetching. It's like Billy Crystal pretending to be old, except that they're actually old. <laughs> what a show. That's amazing. Right. I feel like that's just hanging around with me. Yes. It's just like that. Yes, exactly. Um, okay. Maybe you don't like it because it's imagi- you're imagining what you'll be like when you're 70. I I might be that unpleasant. Okay, that's, that's fair. Uh, so, let's see. I'm going to go down the list of other shows that you have recommended to me that I haven't liked. That are duds, right. Uh, so, the all-time worst show I think I've ever seen is Outlander. That is, You didn't give it a chance. You watched, I watched two episodes. I watched 13 episodes of it. No way. I, watched I don't the believe whole you. Season. You fell asleep after the first five minutes for sure. No, I watched the whole thing. Okay, the I want listeners last ep- to tweet back and let Shy know oh. that he has missed the boat on that one. <laughs> <laughs> the the entire last episode was just a like lengthy brutal rape scene. Oh well, scene. that's because you don't like very serious violent drama. I I watched Sons of Anarchy. I never watched Sons of Anarchy. I didn't like that. That's it was too very, real. It's very violent. Yeah. Okay. All right. So there's Outlander because I talk all the time about all the things that you introduced me to. Okay. So but okay, it's a Outlander little bit of fun to you cra- didn't like. Now my kids tell me all the time what they don't like. It's very funny when I say them. I said, "Haven't I showed you all these amazing things?" They're like, "Ah." What about this one thing you showed us that we didn't like or that scared us? Okay, so let's talk about the shows that I did a little, uh, what, what do you call it? The I Told You sh- Show? I Told You Shows. Okay, so my all-time I Told You Shows from when I was little. Let's see. Um, uh, you know, I have to f- remember which are the shows that you specifically got me watching. I remember when I remember watching Chicago Hope with you on a regular basis, but I don't wow, know if that... Wow, that dates back to when you were really a kid. Yeah, I, Chicago Hope. How about Heart of Dixie? Oh, that's a, that's a modern that's a I Told You Show. That's a massive I wow. Told You Mom's Show. Mom's just owning this episode here. Um, um, and that's why I tell you that you'd like White Collar, because it's in that type of lighthearted... Oh, yeah? Yeah. Is there a fish out of water played by Rachel Bilson? No, but she could have been a character in it, but she's not. Okay, it's all right. It's just a lighthearted, um, what do you call it, caper kind of show. Okay. It's capers. All right. It's I, like all right you, every you, episode you. is another mystery that has to be solved. All right, here on Friday Night Movie, my mother is Okay, so what me. other I told you show? Well, Heart of Dixie is a big one for you. i got to give you that one big time. 
Um, I, I, it's escaping me. I think we told you to watch Deadwood originally. You, you guys did I. tell me to watch Deadwood. That's true. That is uh, true. But so did Becky. So you know, you, we've well, got. We a, told them to watch. But I, it. I, I put Deadwood. I put Deadwood squarely mm. in Dad's lap for credit because if it's a western. Yeah, but if I, we watched it together. But I'm we sure both you watched together. But it. if it's a western and Dad recommends it, I'm going to take it very seriously. Um, I'm trying to think of what else you like that I like. There's a lot of things that we like the same. Oh yeah. Oh no. There's a lot of things we like the same. That's for sure. But I'm just saying that I I, I always talk about things that I love that you love. I figured I'd you know right. needle you a little bit with yeah, some. Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't like some of the other things I like, but. But I, I don't. Like I wouldn't drama. watch some of those things. Like I'm right. not going to watch This Is Us, and I'm not going to blame you for me not liking it because it's just something I'll never like. No, you just don't like anything that has any sadness in it. I'm not a big fan of sadness. I don't right. like things that end on sadness. That is accurate. I don't right. like Empire Strikes Back. I mean, I don't like it. It's a great movie, but it's not you my favorite. You couldn't fi- stand E.T. because oh, e. he needed to get home. Oh. <laughs> Schindler's List had a happier ending than E.T. No, At least all those he people, went home. All those people were saved. No, but in E.T., he goes home. Yeah, what we, Elliot has no friends. Well, that's Elliot's problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mom. <laughs> Don't, you can't diss Spielberg. I mean, he, he's amazing. That, that, that's right. That's fair. Okay, Mom. Thank you so much for recording well, thank you a for bit at Gamer Comic Expo. I love you. You are the best. I love you too, kid. Tweet at my mother at Inner Wonder or on Instagram, Inner Wonder. She's very fun. She always comments on my posts. I mean, how many mothers travel to be with their son at a... What is this called again? A gamer Gamer Comic Gamer Comic Con in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I love you. Okay, Mom. it was. This is great. Thank you. Bye. Let's go. All let's, right. Let's rock and roll. Here we are at the Friday Night Movie I'm Podcast. I'm learning off of Perrier Sparkling Water. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've never had it before. Let's go. We're a Friday Night Movie at Gamer Comic Expo with filmmaker and visionary Jeff Carroll. Oh, uh, yeah. Not only is he the director and I assume producer and writer of The Death Pledge. And actor. And actor. I did me a straight puffy. <laughs> you did a full puff I went, daddy. I went a puff. I went puff daddy on it. That's amazing. Of the death pledge, which comes out later this year, um, Jeff is also the founder and visionary of KwanzaaCon. Yes. And I, I'd love to start at KwanzaaCon. Uh, what is KwanzaaCon? What made you want to create it? Well, um, I've always been black, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was something that I envisioned when I was in the embryo. I said, I don't care what color you are, mommy. I'm coming out black. <laughs> and she said, no problem. I'm already black, too. So, <laughs> so um, because I've been black for so long, um, when I heard about Kwanzaa, we started celebrating it in um, college. And it was always... Um, support black businesses, ex- learn your culture, and other things. But the main thing that resonated that you could take away with were two principles. Um, that was cooperative economics and creativity. And I thought of doing a black um, comic book convention um, because of Black Panther and Get Out. There's so much interest now, and it's not just for black people, and everybody is embracing it. And then I thought, you know what? 
I, the holiday season is a really good time of the year to do it. And it just so happened it fell during Kwanzaa. That's it fell awesome. on um, cooperative economics and creativity. So those are the uh, principles celebrated while we're having it. So it just made sense to call it KwanzaCon. And of course, the name is really cool. That It's an amazing name. And it immediately evokes exactly what you're talking about. So when, when we're talking about KwanzaCon, you're featuring and celebrating black artists, creators, characters. Is that is that what people can expect to that's see there? One, that's one um, portion of it. But the other portion is we're celebrating superheroes, comic books, um, science fiction, horror in a diverse community. Got it. So, so it's more than just, it's more than for one group. It's really right, for right. A, a, a diverse group. It's, it's for black heroes and black creators, but also to inspire black creators and, and diverse creators by showing them firsthand creators. So we want Superman to come. We want the Hulk to come. We want the Walking Dead. We want all of that. We want Game of Thrones, but we also want it to s inspire, you know, diversity in those brands as well. That is that is fantastic because I think something that I, you know we have BlurredCon in mm. uh, I think it's the Baltimore area and yes, the DC yes. area, and I have not been able, from a scheduling standpoint, been able to go. But I I remember, and and you probably laugh. I remember saying this to a dear friend of mine who was going, and I said, uh, I just I'm white. I've been white since I was born. Oh, uh, yeah. I you know what I thought so. I wanted to ask you, but down here in Miami, you never know. Well, I mean, I'm, you know, I, I at least, uh, you know, at least on the surface I am. Okay. And, uh, and, I, and I said, so what's the, you know, am I, you know, am I welcome or am I like appropriating or, 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 or tramping on someone else's parade if I'm showing up? And he had the same answer that you did, which is why I, I feel like I, I kind of knew where you were going, which is that, yeah, we want to celebrate and elevate these black creators and, and heroes but it is about diversity and and you want everybody welcome in a diverse environment yep um and, and and even if it's not a diverse environment take for instance uh godzilla right okay and i love godzilla and i love uh, uh the three-headed one. Oh, oh uh, man zero right? yeah 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 and Mazda zero comes from outer space and guess what the aliens look like in the ships they're I also asian but nobody cares because we already know we can embrace Godzilla. So even if the stories have no diversity, right, they're still open to everybody because we're all human. Okay. So I tell people that, you know, pick up everybody's book. They're not written only. Like I watch Kung Fu movies. They're not only oh, for Oh, I love Shaolin Kung Fu Monks, movies. Right? What? <laughs> Kung Fu. <laughs> they're not only for Chinese and, and Asian people and Tibetan monks. No, they're, they're for everybody. So diversity is important, but you're already diversifying your sci-fi and your comic book plate by picking up a story by a cr creator that is from a... Um, a, 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 a multicultural background. Uh, that 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 is that is amazing. You know, uh, we just on the podcast last week we reviewed and discussed in depth the movie Us, um, which uh, I, have you seen Us? Jordan Peele's Us. Um, yes, I oh, have. Okay, I didn't it, understand it, but <laughs> <laughs> that means that I saw it. <laughs> I had to Google a lot after I saw there it. There is no there was, answers for it. It's and I and I don't think that's even the purpose in some sense because uh but i thought i'll say that um i think uh jordan peele specifically 
is is doing stuff with movies regardless uh, exactly what you said regardless of the color i mean yes there's there, there is the fact that it is featuring black actors and some uniquely cultural things i think his um ability to capture the horror and the horror and the mix between horror and humanity is is absolutely fantastic where are you on Jordan Peele in general? Well, um, I quit my job because of Jordan Peele. Wow. I didn't necessarily quit it. I just didn't go back, right? Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm a school teacher, or I was a school teacher, and um, I saw Get Out, and I was inspired to get back into filmmaking because of it. And at the end of the school year, I told my principal, I have nothing against you or your students. It's the best year of teaching that I've ever had, but I have to follow my passion. And I didn't go back the following year. And I ended up writing a screenplay that I produced this past summer of a movie that is almost a hybrid between Get Out and Us. That's amazing. And, um, What's that one called? It, right now, the, the film festival title is called Cut Out. Cut Out. Yes. And it follows uh, four college students. Um, who come from Florida State and FAMU, a black guy dating a white girl and a white guy dating a black girl. And they're coming from uh, Tallahassee, Florida area to Miami for spring break. And their car breaks down in Central Florida. Oh, boy. So if you... Right. So if you know anything about Central Florida, that's the last place you want to be as a uh, diverse couple or a black person because that's the... The clan hotbed of Florida. Oh wow! So yeah, it's a it's a horror, but it's more like a thriller. Um, my other stories have been more Friday the Thirteenth and Freddy Krueger slashers, and Jordan Peele inspired me to do more of a thriller. And in my other movies, I wrote the screenplays by body counts. Oh, I got to kill this one this way, this one this way. In this story, there's not many people killed. It's, it's really in the head. Yeah, it it's makes you think. And even after it's over, hopefully I played a trick on you. Okay, all right. Well, I can't wait. Where can people see this? Well, that one is hopefully going to get in festivals. We just finished it, and we started submitting to festivals. So hopefully it'll get in festivals, and we plan to do a nice uh, film festival run. Um, so I don't know. That's fantastic. For me, Get Out was absolutely the best movie that year, and it, I'm glad Jordan Peele won the Oscar, but... I've said many times that it, it should have won yes. many more, including Best Picture that year. Yep. Um, and I right. like this year, I like um, Ma. So, don't make me dance alone. <laughs> <laughs> that was the hottest trailer and the movie delivered. And, <laughs> and I just saw Dr. Sleep oh, last was night. That? And that is where horror can be. Well, that's where diversity can be. Uh, there's a strong black young girl character in there that I just love and she's different than the little black girl in Stranger Things I like her so much better she's different than the little black girl oh Erica in, um, yeah she's not you You like her more than Erica in oh Stranger man Things. this is my favorite girl character period practically in horror I know it's early so I'm just calling it but she did a I like her character than the, better than the girl with all the gifts you know if you saw that zombie story I did not see oh, that oh that was another one that was real good and um, that character wasn't written to be a black girl. It just so happened that she was the best actress, and they cast her that way. But in um, Dr. Sleep, this character is black, and the girl does amazing. I like the actress. I love the role. I love the movie. That, that's, that, that's fantastic. All right. So the Death Pledge coming out soon. 
Uh, yeah. I cannot wait to check this out, especially now knowing your uh, your your appreciation for Jordan Peele. What 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 can people expect from the Death Pledge? The Death Pledge is um, a throwback to the '70s pictures, where you put people in a creepy situation and just let them run wild. So this <laughs> is a story um, of a recently unearthed African burial ground in a park in Florida, wow. and they send the fraternity pledges to excavate the cemetery oh boy. overnight. Just so happens that during slavery, they buried the good slaves with the bad slaves. And there's a bad slave there that is imprisoned, and they disrupt his prison uh, a tombstone, and he goes Freddy Krueger on everybody. Oh, my goodness. That's... So it's, if you like slashers, this is a slasher film. All right. My sister Lily is definitely going to watch it. I'm a little afraid of slashers, but I might watch it just because we've met, and now I'm, now, now I'm into it. No problem. Um all right, so who do you think, uh, we've talked about Jordan, People, Jordan Peele, who do you think are the best storytellers right now in film overall? Oh, wow. I'm definitely going to give it to Ryan Coogler because his Black oh. Panther was amazing. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, Creed, right? Creed? He did the first Yeah, he Creed. did Creed, and Creed is, is amazing. Um, so I'm giving him a lot of props. Uh, I do like Antoine Fuqua. He did uh, uh, um, Equalizer, but not really in horror. So let me see if I can pull out some horror people. And it's really hard because we're not that many of us in on the big screen yet. So um, it's really hard. But just storytellers in general, um, I do like those gentlemen. Um, I'm going to go with my comic book guys. I like Rodney Barnes. Okay. Who did... Um, Lando, the comic book of Lando. Oh, okay, cool. And he has out now um, Kill, uh, Philadelphia. Oh. That just came out right now. Oh, wow. Um, and I'm going to give David Walker some props. I know these guys are big comic book guys, but I do like David Walker's um, uh, Bitter Root, which just got picked up by, I'm going to say, uh, Ryan Coogler, but I don't think, I don't know who picked it up, but that's going to. A, a, a film um, to a television show as well. Um, and then I don't know. I mean, I, I can think of some sleepers, but those are some of the heavyweights that I'm thinking of right now. That, that's amazing. I well, mean, I, I can throw a woman in there. Let me see if I can think of, 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 a, of a woman. I mean, I'm excited to see what Ava DuVernay is going to do with DMZ. Oh, I mean, yeah. I really like that um, Brian Woods comic book. So I want to see how she interprets it into film and um i mean she did such good stuff uh with third uh with the um the central park five story oh yeah yeah, um, yeah 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 so i'm excited to see what she's going to do with dmz because i like the post-apocalypse okay especially all right. if there's black people in it because we got to survive the end of the world <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to be the meek i want to be strong so. well jeff carroll it is an honor having you here on the friday night movie podcast we I, we got to have you back when the films are out and more folks can see them so we can help uh help break them down with you and give our reactions yeah well thank you very much I mean, you have some lovely, supportive parents. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry that you came on a New Jersey day. I'm from <laughs> New Jersey. And oh, they're Philly. They're from I, Philly. Right? My wife, yeah, but it's we. this is not a good day for us in Florida because it's very overcast. I couldn't cut my grass today. But tomorrow the sun will shine, and you guys go out there and get you some of Fort Lauderdale Beach. 
uh, some tomorrow night, if you're staying, they're celebrating an extended boardwalk and the grand opening of the Fort Lauderdale Boardwalk. Oh, wow. So I'm, it's going to be some free festivities, but I don't know. You might have to get back I, I'm to going the 30 degrees. I'm going straight to the airport from the car oh. tomorrow. Oh, man. Yeah, but, my, Jeff. Uh, it is a pleasure. It's an honor. I really hope we get to see you some more. Oh, yeah. After you get a chance to, to enjoy some of my trailers, I would love to come back and talk black horror with you. That would be amazing. I'll email you some of my comic books and stuff like that. But, yeah, it's a pleasure Absolutely. meeting you. You're a nice guy. Thank you so I'm much. I'm trying to get up to BlurredCon next year. Oh, you got, if you, you get know, up there, we will we'll, Yeah, we got to so do some fun. horror stuff. That would be great. I, I even cosplay my killer. Oh. And I just couldn't carry it on me all the time here. This is a gamer convention. Yeah. So I didn't want to go. You don't want to scare the gamers. Yeah. All right. But it's leftover Halloween stuff. Where can people follow you? Where can people check out all of these amazing trailers? Um, I am a dating coach. Really doesn't make sense to be a horror guy. <laughs> but if you follow Coach Yo Jeff on Twitter and Instagram, that's my handle. And then you can go to Facebook and follow The Death Pledge and Jeff Carroll. All right. Okay, Death Pledge is infinite, friends. Jeff Carroll got about 500 more before I max out my 5,000. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to give them both. Thank uh, you very much. All right. Thank you, sir. Here we are at the Friday Night Movie Podcast at Gamer Comic Expo. At our booth, we invite people to be part of our Friday Night Movie Podcast family, and we really don't have enough villains in our family. I mean, my sisters might cast me as the villain, they're my co-host, ah. but here we have Tamerlane, real-life supervillain, it says it on the card, <laughs> um, and I would love to get to know you, sir, and maybe we can play some pop culture games in the process. That sounds fun. All right, so as a villain, yes. what is your your sort of motivation are you a riches you know getting rich villain are you a chaos villain are you more of like a cobra commander terrorist slash getting rich villain what is your modus operandi well you know one man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter so i could be a freedom fighter but i definitely lean towards the left so i am an anti-capitalist villain if you will oh wow okay an anti-capitalist villain so, does that mean you're for wealth redistribution or just redistributing to yourself? <laughs> well, more to me, of course, you oh, know. Okay. Got to take a little bit on the side, take a 20% tip towards evil. Okay, so, now, there are many supervillains that I grew up watching. Um, uh, I'm a child of the 80s and 90s, so I'm going to rattle off a few supervillains, and I just want you to, like, rank them according to our podcast signature ranking <laughs> system. <laughs> what is that? So, it is... Buy, rent, or meh. Buy, rent, or meh. Ah, so, so buy means it's good, rent means it's okay, meh, we don't need it. Exactly. Go ahead, buy, rent, meh, this is uh, fun. Okay, so let's start with, I think, one of the all-time greats, Megatron from the original G1 Transformers. None of this Michael Bay crap. Rent. I grew up and I never understood why a giant robot would like to take the form of a truck or a car or whatever, a gun. He, he turns a into a gun, gun that okay. someone else fires. Which, is, which seems very just very useless to me. Uh, okay, fair enough. Now, here's one that I think might resonate with you because he had kind of a 
punk rock group with a with an accent, and you've sort of remind me of that you could have been a, a dreadnought. What about Zartan? I would definitely from give uh, uh, Zartan and the Dreadnoughts a buy. Uh, but even more so, I'd have to give it up to Destro and Cobra Commander. Oh, okay, Destro and Cobra Commander. So you're going to put them above Zartan yeah, as my... Yeah, because, you know, Zartan's more of a merc. Oh, uh, fair enough. That's true, you that's know, true. Like a gun for a high... He's almost more of a henchman than an actual... Uh, super villain. Ooh, throwing some shade at the guy who can turn <laughs> blue. Right. I don't know how hey, I feel about worse, that. I could have called him a minion. That's fair <laughs> enough. What about the Shredder from Ninja Turtles? I'll give that a rent also. I do like the Foot Clan. I, I like I like the You like the work army. they do? I like the work <laughs> they do. But not also not one of my favorites. But this might, uh, you know, bring up Transformers and, and Turtles. Maybe that's sort of showing my age as well. Because I see them as... As uh, uh, upcomers. As oh, up and comers. Yeah. Okay, all right. So let's impetus upstarts. All right, so let's go. Let's go further back in time. Then, since yes. those guys seem like they are not tough enough for you, let's go to. Do you, were you a Flash Gordon guy? Oh yes. Now where where does Ming? I would have to put Rankford. Ming not only as a buy but as an inspiration. Oh. But I have a theory though. Okay. Ming is actually based on a previous literary villain known as Fu Manchu. Interesting. Okay. So Ming represents the yellow peril and the American fear of the Chinese and the Asians. Ah, okay. During an era when things were far, when when villains were cat kind of cast racially a lot yes, more than you probably were, see they? now. Interesting. Yeah, and I would definitely say that the, the Chinese bore a lot of that, right? Even Marvel, Marvel was inspired by Fu Manchu, and you have uh, the Mandarin. The Mandarin, yeah, exactly. So as a villain, you know, when you think back to these periods, uh, more so, you know, 80s and before, um, where villains were, uh, I would say, somewhat racially classified, uh, how do you how do you feel about that as a supervillain? Is that is that fair to use villains to vilify an entire race or group of people? Uh, certainly not. No, because every culture has their own segment of the population that's not so nice. Ah, okay. <laughs> so you wouldn't want them taking credit for your villainy, is what you're saying? No. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> what what would you classify me as? I tell people I'm. Spanish Basque, so there's not enough, enough Spanish Basque villains in the world. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, my brother-in-law lives in Spain. Wow, and so, excellent. So we talk about Spain quite a lot on this podcast. Very cool. Uh, Give the uh, Basque people the freedom. Uh, so, oh boy, <laughs> I, we don't get political ever on this show. Ever, well, too ever late on this show. Um, on. Um, in, in speaking of your inspirations, you mentioned Ming. Who are some of your other inspirations uh, as you created this incredibly colorful and, frankly, dangerous-looking character? Yes, yes. I, you know, I fulfill a lot of the tropes, some of it natural. You know, bald is evil. Are you familiar with tropes? Uh, I, I'm familiar with tropes. TV tropes, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. The website, though, is very interesting. Oh, oh, okay. Look it up. So I, I fulfill many of the tropes on the, on the TVTropes.com, such as bald is evil, uh, facial hair is evil, asymmetric costuming, which means I keep a uh, glove on but one hand, my left hand, which, repre which represents my political and religious views. Interesting. Okay. All right. So you and now, what about your accent? Is that um, that is admittedly partially just due to my upbringing and the wonderful gold grill I wear? Ah, okay. That's <laughs> well, I can't help but because I will say that's another trope, especially in the eighties and 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 before that you'd have that as well. Again, well, uh, you, I, you know, I have a theory. You know, I've been out since two thousand eleven. 
I've uh, assisted Athena Finger in gaining notoriety for her cause as the granddaughter of Bill Finger. Oh, the that's amazing. We had an amazing interview with her yesterday. Oh, good. Yeah. So her and I go way back. But I have a theory that Nolan's Bane is actually based on me. Oh, because if you're you're speaking with your vo- your speech pattern is really similar to Bane. Yeah, I love Nolan's Bane. His is similar to yeah, mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. So here we out. So I'm out in 2011. The original Bane is a large Latino man luchador, correct? Uh, I didn't know his ethnic background, but you're right. He uh, does he look have, more like even, a luchador. He may have even they may have even uh, sort of said that he's uh, he's Cuban possibly because he uh. came from an island country that that took part in the revolution. I know uh. you want to talk about politics, but what happens in Nolan's Bane? All of a sudden, he's a bald Caucasian with a strange, distorted Mid-Atlantic accent. A glove on one hand, ah. knee pad on. So I don't know. You have a Bane vibe. Yeah, well, I- he has a Tamerlane vibe. <laughs> Lord. So where does the name Tamerlane come from? So Tamerlane is actually a Eurasian warlord. Uh, he claimed uh, descendancy from Genghis Khan, but he could never declare himself a Khan. He was also Islamic, but he could never declare himself a Caliph. So he came up with his own title, and he's Amir Timolang. Oh, Tim- wow. Timolang. And you are writing your own sort of story of supervillainy, so I feel like you guys have a lot in common. We do. You're, not, you're not a Cobra commander. You're not no. a, um, uh, a um, I don't know what the other titles are. Luthor, maybe? Like uh, yeah, you're not a Luther. You know, mm-hmm. you are a Tamerlane. Okay, so who are your nemeses? Because a good, a good supervillain Well, they're is- actually here today. Okay. Broward Sheriff's Office. There's one. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful of illegal searches, children. <laughs> Always give permission and ask for the seal warrant. <laughs> um, do you have Do you have a particular hero you would like to face in a showdown? Like, meaning a a, a hand to hand combat showdown? Uh, Iron Man, because he's a military industrialist. <laughs> Maybe he's reformed. I don't know. You know. I mean, he's making a lot of green uh, power. You know, in his okay, later years. Okay. So, well, yes. As now that he's left the, now that he's dead. Yeah. Ooh, oh, spoiler <laughs> alert! Actually, we are always our show basically comes with spoiler alert because yeah. oh, really? we ignore. Well, I mean, we talk like normal people. I mean, yeah. Infinity Wars is on Netflix, so yeah, you yeah. haven't seen it now. Yeah. Now. At this point. By the way, the Titanic sinks. <laughs> <laughs> Lincoln dies at the end of the film. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved a Tarantino ending to that, though. You know how Ooh. Tarantino changes history around in his yeah. films. Yeah. So what do you think of antiheroes, these sort of black hat good guys that sort of try to scoop up some of your villainous charms, yeah. but they're ultimately That's good guys? That's a good one. That is a good one. These guys, I, I think really a, a better word for an antihero might be fake hero oh, or, or piss poor shade. hero. <laughs> he's throwing You could shade. do better hero. <laughs> You know, is the Punisher a, a superhero? I mean, I think the Punisher is a mass murderer. I am not someone and, who, and in he's any a mass way, murderer. But yet, do you know who has adopted his logo? The armed forces, the police departments—they've adopted his logo as theirs. Really? That's concerning, isn't it? And he's like, really? I'm like, what? Google it. it. I'm like, wow. Yeah, the Punisher is not my thing because, I, you know, a vigilante might be something that could be that that's acceptable to me in the sort of superhero world. I'm talking about in the superhero, not the real world. Um, but in the superhero world, I've always found the Punisher kind of a, 
always someone who makes some pretty horrific choices. Yes. And I think there are other superheroes. I mean, he had horrific things happen to him, but I've never, I've always been pretty much, I'm a Spider-Man guy, I'm not a, a Punisher guy. guy. Which, of course, he appears in Spider-Man fighting one of my favorite villains, the Tarantula. Oh, yeah, that's his first appearance, if I am correct, right? I own it. Oh wow! That's a serious. That Somewhere. Is, that's <laughs> my only. My big first comic thing is I have the first appearance of Morbius I got for my bar mitzvah. Ooh, I uh, think I may have had that at one point too. Very good, very good. That's and now the, uh, Jared Leto is going to be playing that character. Oh, he is. Oh wow! Film. All right, Jared Leto is reclaiming some uh, comic book world yeah, dignity so after he got hosed on the right? Joker. <laughs> well, Tamerlane. Please tell our listeners where they can follow you and where can they catch up with you because you're here at the con right. um, uh, uh, hanging with people. That's right. I do like to show up to the cons. I was invited by Athena, but you can find me online on my website, tamalanerlsv.org. Dot com, excuse me, I'm not a, I don't I don't deserve an org. Thank you, my. Uh, no, and you're just trying to stay off the grid, so you don't necessarily plug <laughs> yeah. into the internet. Well, I say that, but then I'm all over Facebook. But you know, <laughs> here's another tip: always post on Facebook after you leave the event. Oh yeah, that's so, an opsec so, thing. That's so a, people don't know where you're at, uh, right? Well, Tamerlane, thank you so much no for problem. being part one of. One more plug. Oh yes, please. Short, yeah. uh, if you go on YouTube, you can see two short films I'm in that was made in part with a local film group which was in cooperation with the Broward Cultural Division. Wow. So if you look up Heroes of Sixth Street, okay. I am the supervillain in Heroes of Sixth Street. That's amazing. Dealing with a family of African-American superheroes. And I'm also the supervillain in another short called Adam Steam, about a group of astronauts that travel to a steampunk planet. That's incredible. And that can be seen on YouTube? The the. the uh, what do you call it? trailers? The trailers, trailers can be found. Yes. All right. Well, we will be checking that out, and maybe we'll get a chance to review it on the show as well. Thank you for having me. And, 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 and if we do, maybe we'll have you back to talk uh, about hopefully it. Hopefully, we'll meet again. Right? All right, Tamerlane. Pleasure to Excellent. have you. Excellent. Stay evil, people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have we have a lot of Jews then. Adam we and Noam. Went to okay. Jewish school, so. Oh, okay. All right. I went to a Jewish school, also. All right. <laughs> yeah, I went to I went to Jewish day school. I'm just fixing the. Oh. What a small world. Imagine a Jewish uh, sleepaway school. Sleepaway school. Oh, that. Would, I think that's called. Jewish that's called a boarding camp. school. A Jewish boarding school. <laughs> So like wake up every morning to the sound of a shofar blowing. <laughs> and it's like, get ready for prayer, guys. Here we are at the Friday Night Movie Podcast at Gamer Comic Expo. We are doing a special edition, a new game we have invented. This is a family podcast. And my cousin Lulu, who no. I had met before, but this is my first time really spending a lot of time with her, is awesome. She plays the bass. She's funny, and she's got great taste in pop culture. No, I don't. And she introduced me to a term called OK Boomer. Now, (laughs) Lily, can you please explain OK Boomer to me? Because we are going to play a new game here called OK Boomer. uh, Oh, God. Excuse me, sir. uh, What year were you born? (laughs) Me? I was born in 1979. Okay, so you're Gen X. So yeah. I, I, I am X, yeah. but, but as Lily explained to I, me, OK Boomer... I called Boomer, them OK Boomer and walked away. <laughs> so as, as Lily explained to me, OK Boomer is something that you can say to anyone who is being 
old, out of touch, not cool. Uh, you act like a boomer, you're a boomer. Okay, all right. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to name some pop culture things, okay? Okay. And you're going to... Can you stop trying to <laughs> drink my root beer, young man? <laughs> do you know what kind of germs are in there? Um, all of his no disgusting no, germs. No. Okay. So... Um, uh, <laughs> so I'm going to name a few pop culture things from my old brain, and uh, you all, starting with Luli, are going to rate oh. it either as, uh, I think I'm going to say the, the positive rating here is Big Tasty is Life, because because Luli said that yesterday when we were talking about the Goldbergs, and I agree with you. So oh, either positive, Big Tasty is Life, negative, okay, boomer, okay? So let's do a practice run here, okay? more level to you. Let, let's do a practice run here, okay? <laughs> Me bullying the old. Um, Sesame Street. Okay. okay. Big Tasty <laughs> okay. is Life or Okay Boomer? Okay, okay Boomer. boomer. Okay, boomer. Not okay Boomer. What do you mean? Big no. Tasty like, is Life. talking to the mic it's like, like Oscar the Grouch. Like. Wrong. No, no. Okay, Oscar right, the Grouch I, is lit, though. Like, Noam, honestly. I want to hear what Noam has to say about Okay Boomer here. Listen, you should okay, listen to okay Noam. Okay Boomer isn't really a pop culture thing. It's <laughs> more of like the stuff that you'd see in like newspaper comics. Like the stuff where like everything's the same thing, where it's like, oh, I hate my wife and children don't know how to click the book because of internet. That's the kind of stuff. Uh, uh, okay, but we're gonna we're, okay. So that's an accurate description, but we're gonna make it broader here, and just say, okay, boomer is lame for old people, and big tasty is life is for. It can still be vintage and cool. Big, it's just no, not lame. It, I think Sesame Street is big tasty is life. You know, <laughs> we all watched it as a kid. So like, what's we your point? Did. All right. So what is your point? I'm sure like one no, of you three I mean, still watch it. I didn't watch Sesame Street <laughs> as a kid because I grew up in a third world country. Oh, which third world country? Venezuela. 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 That's why okay. his name's Ebola. So they they didn't like have like Cayo Sesame. No. Oh, okay. All right. No, All right. No. So, okay, that was our first round. All right. They had now, I'm to build give a dictatorship. You, now, I'm going to give you guys something else, okay? Let's mm -hmm. go with. Do you guys. Is ever, you're Jews, so you're probably familiar with Billy Joel, the singer. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What do you guys tasty, think of Tasty as life? Tasty as life. Yes. Billy, sing us Billy a song on the piano, man. All right. So, Billy Joel, what do you say? Lily, yeah. you're a musician? He Liddy. Have uh, you seen okay. him? We're all he musicians. We drums, drums, yeah. bass, bass. Honestly, anything yeah. that has a rhythm is why. See, it's a Jew thing. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Because first musician everyone pays attention wow. to is the bassist. That's that's the real MVP. No one looks at the drummer. If you're in a concert, okay. you make like, fun of the drummer. Oh, okay. They make fun of the bass. You guys are just support instruments. Okay, not who sounds it. I'm illiterate. I'm sorry. Wow, you guys should have your own show. No. Um, so, no. all right, so let me throw out something else. Okay, we're talking about music here, all right? Okay. The band Rush. He's talking about Fly By Night. Do not yell yeah. into the and microphone. And Tom Sawyer. Do not oh yell God. into the microphone. You guys are so much, you guys are so much better than my icon. sisters. Yes. Well, <laughs> they're, they're 70s, too. 80s icon. Okay. No, they're like wait, the greatest. What, wait, what type of they're like, like the, best. the 70s? Like, like, like they stick to the 70s, or the 70s? Mm. Like they try to be like, oh, I might be in the 70s, but my soul is in the present. Yeah. Rush, Rush, Rush goes through all. It's time great. Era. Rush it's is great. people with with uh, pon men with ponytails. That's accurate. Men with ponytails. So that is no, I mean, now wait, like okay. ponytails. Neil Pert's bald. Neil Pert's bald now. Depending so. on the context. Like, wait, know, is like he the, bald? Like I'm trying the, to remember. He doesn't have a lot of hair. The horse tie, like it's a horse tail. Oh, horse that's tails. just depending on the context of man with ponytail. It can either be OK Boomer, or Tasty Ass Life. Oh, okay. <laughs> think about just it. All right. So who's a good ponytail? I would like to know who's a good ponytail. A good I think Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri should definitely have a ponytail. Guy, make it. Yeah. Okay, Guy Fieri, good ponytail if he had one. 
Mm-hmm. Who's a bad ponytail? Bad ponytail. Bad ponytail. Uh, Justin Bieber. <laughs> no, no, because that he's Anything. like. Did Bon Jovi like have a? No, I'm trying to Bon Jovi had long hair. I don't recall him ever tying it up, though. I had a ponytail in the 90s. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Boomer. No. Boomer. We're going to ignore that. That's <laughs> so We're going to pretend we didn't Imagine that. you okay. still had no. the ponytail. That would be okay, Boomer. Walk, looking at a grown man who uh, grew up in like the 90s. You know what can you say? There's a good amount of people, men with ponytails You know here. like those bikers yeah, like the okay, really old bikers with think? the gray hair and like white hair? And they're like riding on their bike and they have like yeah, a don't super me- don't, ponytail. Don't mess with them. <laughs> don't oh yeah, no. Uh, the bikers yeah, with ponytails, uh, they're just in- interesting. They're wearing it because no one can stop them Can we make up like a new yeah. term for like in the middle? In the middle? All right. Well, what's going to be your in the middle thing? What is falafel? Falafel. Okay. Falafel. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. I was gonna say this is an extremely it's a Jewish, Jewish podcast. Thing. All right. All right. Let's do Jews. Yes. Okay. Let's talk about some Jews here. Oh, what's a Jew that is big, tasty as life, or versus a Jew that is Parsons. an okay bo- boomer situation? Ben Shapiro, number one Jew. Oh my Adam God. Sandler. No. Adam Sandler. No, Adam Sandler is okay boomer. Adam Sandler's no. okay, okay boomer. Adam Sandler's Liddy. No. <laughs> Ooh, all right, we have an Adam no, Sandler No, divider. no, right, no. Adam no, um, what's the what's your issue with uh, Adam Sandler? Adam Sandler, okay, he's he's a uh, the type type of guy that you'd like as a kid cuz all cuz all this like uh, We're still yes, kids. a lot of it's adult jokes, but it's like the adult jokes that you'd laugh at as a kid when you don't really know what it means until Whoa. like 5 years oh, later. Oh wow. Okay, Monica's song is always going to be great. You can't say it's a kiddie thing. Of course thing. there's classics, but like it's like yeah, I don't really know how to put it. It's seen like, if I were to watch it now. Have you seen Waterboy, no one? Uh, no, but I've watched I love like, every movie. other one. All right. Okay. So, like, all right, click. so what's the case for Adam Sandler? Luli, hit us. Falafel. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty yeah, falafel thing. Oh, falafel, he's yeah. in the middle for you? Yeah, like okay. a falafel. You know? Maybe, maybe, like, maybe the, uh, like, ten, like five to ten years ago, life. like, but he's yeah, tasty he's as life. But like, tasty. Now he's like, he's still got like... You know that? What's that new? What's that new movie coming out with him? He's like, uh, he's like know. in a heist movie or something. Oh, Hotel Jen. Transylvania Four. No, no. no. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, it's like Jen. him. He's like, called, yeah, he's like I mean, a drug dealer or something. He's like, no, no, no. He's like a Jewish guy that like yeah. buys like jewelry and then resells it. Adam like Sandler just kind of like disappears yeah. and pops up in each movie is about the same thing, but you don't notice because it's Adam Sandler. That is oh. true. A really good movie about with Adam Sandler is uh. The shoemaker or the oh shoe? the cobbler the cobbler what the a great cobbler. Movie. oh wow okay all right I gotta check that out all right that okay. one has some very morally questionable right. things oh murder mystery like, you guys I don't know if you guys remember but like in one of the scenes he murder he mystery? becomes another guy no, and literally no. has one? to fight himself no, 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 to not no. take a shower with the guy's girlfriend <laughs> and that's kind of morally questionable if you ask me fair enough all right so Adam Sandler bring the moral questions all right I'll throw another Jew out for you how about Paul Rudd Paul Rudd tasty as life. Tasty. Paul Rudd's eternal. That's he tough. never ages, yeah. and it's unfair. So he's, he's always tasty. Like he's always relevant. He's clueless, and I don't think that's okay. He's in his fifties. Yeah, and he's, he's like. like he looks like he did in Clueless. Clueless was in the nineties. I just started watching this woman that would. If I were a rich middle-aged woman, what do you mean that, woman, that would be middle my go-to. What do you mean woman? And what do you mean middle-aged? Listen, I'm straight, but holy Dude, shit, Adam I'm Sandler. I'm 14, and I can still say <laughs> Paul, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Adam okay. Sandler, maybe, PG. I don't know if, okay. if so I'm desperate, if anyone, but... If so, people... Okay, so if... Tasty as life, definitely. If you were... If Noam... No, Noam. Noam Joel. Ebola. Oh, Joel. Ebola. Let's go. Yeah, Ebola. I'm just going to start giving you other Hebrew names. Fidel Castro. Joel was a middle-aged woman, Paul Rudd's his person. Oh. Uh, what, okay, let's go around. If you were a middle-aged woman, who would be your Jewish um, uh, celebrity? Jewish? Yeah. Oh. 
Oh, it doesn't have to be Jewish. Ben Shapiro. It can be anybody. All the way, Ben Shapiro. It, be an, it has to be Jewish. I'm trying to think. Ben Shapiro, no. <laughs> yes, Ben Shapiro. What do you mean? You, he's like. Let me he's let me tell you yeah, something. He's, he's, not he's not liberal. He's way conservative. Wait, he's. Oh, I thought he was like somebody from your school. No, 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 no. He's kind of a politician. I really don't know. All I know is that he is one heck of a man. I'll tell you that much. I'm in my movie brain right now, so I'm not thinking. Here, let me show you a picture of Ben Shapiro. I'm already getting a picture of Ben Shapiro. I'm ahead of you. What? Ben Shapiro's sister? Oh my god, Abigail Shapiro. Oh. You're just naming random Jews that went to camp now. No, 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 no. But his sister. Oh. Oh, right. that's something else. Probably that's Paul Rudd also. All right, so we got two game. for Paul Rudd. Okay, Luli, if you were a middle-aged woman, who is <laughs> you know, your... You know, Paul Rudd. <laughs> All right, okay, so Paul Rudd great. seems what to be... What about you? Me, if I was a middle-aged woman? <laughs> if I was a middle-aged woman and we're talking about um, uh, Jewish guys, I might cheat a little bit younger than middle-aged. And I would go with the actor, like the actor is in middle age, so I'd be like, you know, I'd be a bit of a, a cougar, I guess. And I'd the go cougar, for, okay. um, I'd go for Zac Efron. Zac Wait, Zac Efron's Jewish? Yeah, Wait a minute, absolutely. Oh, what? But he has no belly button. Isn't Drake Jewish? He has no belly button. <laughs> he has no belly button. <laughs> oh yeah, hey, what does that mean? Josh Peck, what Josh mean? Peck. What? Josh Peck is Jewish. He doesn't have a belly button. So maybe, I don't know, no, you know. has no belly button. What does that even mean? Exactly what I'm saying. Is that like a, wait, is that like a, like a priority number one? Like, okay, he's at, he has to have six figure income. He has to have a six pack, six feet tall, minimum, great hair, great house. Oh, and he has to have a belly button. I feel like. Doesn't have a belly button. Although, I will say. It doesn't exist. If it's I, just not there. That's because his abs take the place of it. Mm. No, it's, it's disgusting. All right, Joel, Wait, let me see. I want to hear what Joel has to say. If we're not thinking of six-figure income and I can choose, like, whoever I want super weird. without worrying about the money, I would go some from... I would go for a rabbi in the rabbinical council. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Why? You Why? Someone, like for the political game, or so they can because they can make decisions about like the no community? because oh, no, no matter what I do, it's corrupt. No matter what I do, I have rabbinical supervision. You wanna eat pork? The rabbi's watching you. Rabbinical supervision. <laughs> what do you mean rabbinical supervision? It's all that's uh, a corrupt. real thing. Too. Okay, like, I went to I went to Jewish day school. My sisters went to Jewish day oh, school. Oh, we were going to Jewish day school. We live in Canada. Yes, it is hell. You have no idea. Let's let's. I have every idea. I went to Jewish day school in not one, but three languages. I went to Jewish day school in English, French, and Hebrew. Yeah, but the thing uh, is, no. we go, we're English, The thing Hebrew. is, the one that we we're go all to failing is Hebrew. the children. Like, English, like, the Hebrew, education like, is good. Spanish. The food really is though. decent. We fail at but Hebrew. the kids, oh my god. The I like a nice special children. I'm sitting with the four of you guys. You seem pretty cool. Yeah, because uh, no. we're better all of them. No. Weird yeah. ones. In the, oh, you're the ones no. hanging out at What do you mean? What do you mean weird ones? We are the weird ones. We are disabled. We're under the bus. No, man. I really. I'm the same. Listen, Joel, just because you have an ankle fetish doesn't mean. <laughs> oh, oh my god! god. Oh. <laughs> keep bringing right. that up. I don't have an ankle fetish. It's official yes, on the podcast. I don't. Yes, he does. All right, he's <laughs> denying it, but he does. I. He doesn't. I see it. I see it in his eyes. No, no, no. If you see his girl, the legs on that woman what the long heck? as hell. Oh my hell. god! No. What do you mean? I, he obviously. He's like the weirdest one that we know. If he didn't, he doesn't know. He doesn't have any filter. Oh, who? Noam? No, no, no. Listen, I, I, listen, I have a, right, I have a moral code. Let's keep this on pop culture, although the amount of insulting <laughs> you're doing to each other does remind me of being with my sister. I learned with the belt, you know, to have a filter. 
Yeah, with a belt. Oh, wow. you got the I'm belt. Getting, I'm getting okay, it. Right, belt. Wow. Yeah, sure. All right, so okay. Jewish day school. All right. Sure. If okay. you were casting a movie about your Jewish day school, please don't all answer at the same time. Oh, no. Who are some of the actors, Jewish or non-Jewish, <laughs> oh, that you would want The Rock to play? <laughs> so The Rock is no, a teacher. No, but The Rock, no, the rock should be a rabbi. Okay, the Rock should be like the jacked rabbi. No. So, Adam, so Adam has put a jacked rabbi in the show. All right. Joel, who are you adding to the? Who are you adding to Kevin Hangover? What? You know the movie The of Hangover? Okay, you know Alan? Alan. Alan, the, the rich one that just finds the baby. Oh, the, the, you mean... Uh, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. So we have this rabbi that is very much like Alan. So he would be casted as the silly rabbi. Okay, so we've got Rock as the Jack rabbi. We have <laughs> as the Jack rabbi. We've got the silly rabbi played by Zach Galifianakis. Noam, who do you put in the movie? You gotta put the sexy okay, rabbi you, you in. Know, okay, you know what? Okay, I'd have the Italian stallion as the principal. So the mafia so, rabbi. So, so Rocky Balboa himself, sliced alone as the principal. Yes. This is amazing. All right, Luli, let's round out our oh cast here. Who else are gonna put in this movie? Uh, Kevin Hart, because there's a rock in, because the rock's in it. You know. Good Charles. question. <laughs> yeah, that's a good Kevin call. Hart. Kevin oh, Mark and The Rock, they can do anything together. Yeah, I don't no, care. Okay, Wait, but, yeah. so okay, but there's the, three okay, characters so that we need. From, uh, from uh, Rabbi, move The Rock from Rabbi to music teacher and Kevin Hart also no, 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 music I think, teacher I think, and you got the pair. No, I think oh. that I think wow, that what about Kevin Hart as a rabbi also? Uh, no, yeah, like he'll be great. Rabbi rabbi music teacher. No, he no, should Kevin be, Hart would be school bully. He's school like bully. Yeah. Whoa, he's like, what do we got here? Uh, oh, hello, I'm Tam Lane, real life supervillain. Oh, wow. We've got a real life supervillain who's come by. So Okay. Well, if you want to come back at some wow. point, I would love to interview a well, real-life supervillain on the podcast. That sounds wonderful. I'll be back. Oh, please do. Don't threaten me. I, well, I'm, I'm not threatening at all. So okay. we had a real-life... This man has a pink beard. Ha- it's yeah, not but very Kevin Hart should be a student because he's like 5'4". If, if you are that jacked and you have a pink beard, you are extremely tough. Yeah, That's but I mean, no, but like, I think Kevin Hart should be a student, like a pupil, you know? Because he's, he's like 5'4". <laughs> what do you mean, no? No, 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 no. Kevin Hart, for comedic effect, he has to be the school bully. No. Have you seen Night School? Well, we can clearly okay. do it. So no, we no, have no, like no. Adam Goldberg from the Goldbergs multiply. That's our high school. Okay. okay. <laughs> Entire thing. <laughs> Adam, Adam F. Goldberg. I, I, he is my hero. I have had the chance to interview. So you get him. I have had the chance to interview Adam F. Goldberg, and he is the nicest, most amazing person <laughs> I've ever seen. Oh, well, Imagine a shot from the movie The Bell Rings, and then you just see a horde of Adam Goldberg exiting through the doors. Alright guys, well thank you so much for being here We've got Adam, we've got Joel, we've got Noam And we've got follow us on social media At FridayNightMovie On Twitter and Instagram Thanks again for listening You guys all rock